Yeah, today's Amun is Daf Mem Chesem Beis, and we're starting on Daf Mem Chesem and Aleph V'Kamashiv Isa. New sugya, whole new sugya. Right before we had the sugya of Hayl, and if you are Chayiv and Chametz, Chayiv and Chametz. Right now we have a new sugya. Kamashiv Isa. How much is a Shiv Isa? A Shiv Isa for what? Rashi says that the Gemara just made an assumption. Now you can't make too big of a dough on Pesach because it'll become chametz. You're not going to be able to guard it that it won't become a day chametz. So what's the shear? When I'm baking on Pesach, right? It's going on the Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about someone's baking matzahs on Pesach. So the Gemara wants to know, can a shear Right? How do you know there is a shear? Right? The Gemara knew. Right? The Gemara understood that you can't make a very big dough because it'll become chametz. What, what did Chazal want? What was Chazal's shear? There was a shear. The Chazal said, do not make a dough larger than this shear on Pesach. What was it? says, Two kav. Right? What's a kav? Right? We spoke about this, right? A lug is six bayim, and a kav is four lugin. So a kav is 24 bayim. Two kav will be 48 bayim. Yep. Kabayim. Chitin, if you're using wheat, kabayim, two kav. Ubersayim, and barley, shleisha kavin. Barley can make a bigger dough. You could even do three kavin, right? That would be, how much? 48, 72, uh, 72 bayim, yeah? Three kavin, right? Avnazim Shem Lezer, no, Sayrim actually need more shmirah than chitim. Interesting machlekes, right? They all skipped them more than same. They saw more chitim. Everyone agreed there was a two and a three, but he had that chitim with two and sayim with three. And the last mishnah says no, the opposite. Sayim with two, chitim with three. Then the gemara says, "Vatanya, we have a brayser b'shmol b'neishim berachim berak aimer b'chitim shleisha kabin. Chitim are three kabin, u'b'sayim arba kabin. Right? This brayser is in agreement with the earlier brayser, not like Rav Nassin." Right? Not like Rav Nassim that said B'Shem Rabbi Lezer that Sarim are better. It's also Chitim are better. But the Shia is bigger, right? He has already Chitim being three Kavan and Sarim being four Kavan. When they are poor quality wheat, so somehow when you have poor quality wheat, in other words, I guess, I guess what it means is that the kabim are kabim of wheat. And when they have poor quality of wheat, the amount of flour ends up being less. Maybe when you sift it out, there's ends up you end up with less flour. So chasikta is poor poor quality wheat. So then you could use more. You could use three kabin of wheat and four kabin of barley. Because since it's poor quality wheat, you can end up with a smaller dough. If it's good quality wheat, maliyasa, so then you should use two kabin of wheat and three kabin of barley because you're going to have a larger dough. Amra Papa, Shmami no, Gurian, Chita Chasechta, Mechita Maliyasa, Tfei, Midigurian, Sari Chasechta, Misari Maliyasa. Right? If you want to know the proportion of the amount of dough 
you're going to produce by poor quality wheat as opposed to good quality wheat. Right? It says good quality wheat you'd use two, and poor quality you use three. Right? So it's going to be a third less. Right? It's going to be a third less. It's one kav less, right? It's a third less. Right? And by Sayyid, by Sayyid, you told me that the poor quality wheat is four, and the good quality wheat is three, that's a quarter less. Right? So if you want to know the difference between good quality wheat and poor quality wheat, right, the difference is that the, the, the good quality wheat is going to produce a third more, a third of the poor quality wheat more than the, than the poor quality wheat. And by the sarim, it's only can produce a quarter more. So the difference between the good quality and poor quality is much more by chitim than it is by sarim. They lost them till, so it is the third vacharivam. Right? Rashi says, Shema Right? Why are we discussing it? If someone asked for poor quality wheat, you're going to get considerably less. Yeah, then sarim. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, fine. So again, the Gemara made an assumption that there's a shear. And what is a shear? The Tanam discussed it. Basically, two kavim by wheat, three kavim by bal. Now the Gemara says another shear. A kav of melugna, from meluga, melugna, kav shalashimaka. Right? They used to have slightly different differences in measurements depending where the place is, right? That makes sense. The kav of that place, that's the exact shear of Pesach. The chayin l'chala. And chala also, the shear chala is that shear. So basically, Rav is saying that you use an exact shear chala. Right? Exact shear chala. Not more than a shear chala. That's what you should be using. And that's a kav mulugna. So Gemara says, Vatanya, or I think it's Vatanan, Right? Chameshes Ravon Kemach means what's a reva? A reva is a is a, is a um, lug because a lug is a quarter of a calf. So it means five lugit, right? You have the six, right? You have the nemanik of Askel of Gudu, right? Six bayim make a lug, four lugi make a calf, six calf make a saw. And three saw make an eifa. Right, so Rashi goes through the whole cheshbon. Rashi goes through the whole cheshbon. Why it's five? Right, Rashi is lugin sipayim, which is shiva vaid midbarim. Right, if you have the math, when you have six lugin, right, and that right, six lugin make a make a, a kav, right, four kav and make a. So, uh, sorry, six six bay make a lug, four lug make a kav, six kav make a sub, and three sub make an eifah. So in the midbar, midbari, right? It's a tenth of an eifah. A tenth of an eifah, and like I said, an eifah is three sub, a sub is six kav, right? And it's a tenth of an eifah. So an eifah is 18 kav, right? 
So this would be, and now the way we would do math, we'd say it's 1.8 kavim. Right? In order to have a tenth of an eifah, it's 1.8 kavim, right? One and four fifths. Right? We said a kav is four lugan. Right? So how much is one and four fifths kavim? One and four fifths kavim, right? Well, one kav is four lugan. And the second kav, if it would be three quarters, so then it would be seven, right? But it's a little bit more because it's four fifths, right? So you, you get it down, Rashi says, get it down to Beitzim, right? When you're dealing with four fifths of a kav, let's get it, four fifths of a lug, I mean, let, no, sorry, four fifths of a kav, how many lug is that? Get it down to Beitzim, right? Each kav is how many Beitzim? Right, like we said, a kav is four lugan, right? And a lug is six beitzim, right? So we have 24 beitzim in the kav, right? So if you're doing four-fifths of a kav, so how much is that? How much is four-fifths of a kav? How many beitzim would that be? Four-fifths of a kav, right? From 20... Right? Four-fifths of twenty would be would be eight, right? How do we go again, right? Four-fifths four, four, no, four of twenty, I mean, would be... Um, four-fifths of twenty. One-fifth of twenty is four, right? So four-fifths of twenty is a sixteen, right? And then you have about the four. Yeah? What was the cheshman again? Yeah, it actually says like this. Right? If you have 18 kav, right, you make them into quarter kavs which are luvim, you'll have 72 lugan. That's how he does it. You have 72 lugan. Right? If you have a if you have a right, if you take the three saw, the three saw is 18 kav, 18 kav, right, times four is 72, right? 18 times four is 72, 72 lugan. What's a tenth of that? Yeah, he does it that way. What's a tenth of that? A tenth of that is seven. A tenth of seventy is seven, right? And a tenth of two is going to be right. Till is the shiva and the shnayim and shtarim. Those two are going to be twelve of bayim, right? The two lugan. Each lug is six bayim, so that's twelve bayim, and a tenth of that would be a bayim, and a fifth of a bayim. So that's what it means, seven lugan and a little bit more, right? Seven lugan and a bay and a fifth of a bay. So then, when each time you, you go, that you had from, that was Midbari, and Midbari then went to Yushalmi, and Yushalmi then went to Sipari. Each one lost the fifth, right? The Sifalamidis, Shtusmi right? Each one got bigger. Right? You had bigger, a sixth milagav, right? Which is a fifth milagav. Six of the original ones became five of the bigger ones. So when you had seven and a beya and a fifth of a beya, right? So the six became five. That's what Rashi does. The six became five. So you have left one with a beya and a fifth of a beya. And the one with the beya and the fifth of a beya became one. Because each lug is, each lug, like we said, is six bayim, right? So, uh, 
So from the Lug, right, the sixth Bayan became five Bayan. And from the Bayan, the fifth of a Bayan, that became one Bayan. So it's exactly, it's exactly six. And then when you come to Tzipari, right, you go in that fifth, so it's exactly five. That's the Chameshah Shavam Kamach Vayichav Mechal, right? That's Rashi's Cheshman. Yeah, so anyway, so that's the Gemara's Kasha, right? Let's see the Rashi, but that's the Gemara's Kasha. The Gemara's Kasha was that why did you say that Kaba Mulugna is the Mount of Shefa Pesach and the Mount of Shefa Chala when the Brisa says five Lugan, which is kind of a Kav, right? A Kav and a Lug, right? Five Lugan Achayv. So the says, The Kabbaloi were bigger than the average Kabbalah. A regular Kav was four Lug, so it's five Lug, right? A Kav and a Lug. But the Kav was five Lugan. So that was the Shir Chala. So basically, the Shir of what you're allowed to be do for Pesach is the same thing as the Shir Chala. Five Lugan. Right? Five Lugan. Right? And like we said, each Lug is. Each lug is six bayim, right? Five lugin would be, right? If each lug is six bayim, right? So five lugin will be 30 bayim, right? But those are the big bayim, right? For the small bayim, like we said, there was uh, 40, 42 and change for the bayim and bari. Okay, I'm Rav Yosef. Hani Nashi Lidan, our women, they're the ones that bake. Nog Lamefa Kapiza, Kapiza Lepiska. When they bake on Pesach, they bake a Kapiza. Kapiza actually says means three Lugan. Three Lugan. Considerably less than a Shechala, right? Shechala is five Lugan, and they do three Lugan. They do Kapiza. Three Lugan, that's all they do. So says, Why do they do it that way? They're doing a lechumra because they want to be careful about the chametz. But chumra does they kulu. It's a chumra that comes they kulu. They come after leim michala because now you're not going to do the mitzvah of chala, right? You're missing out on the mitzvah of being mafresh chala. Amalei the avnei kerbeliezer. They do like kerbeliezer. The tanya of lezer ima harayde v'neisim l'sal. If let's say you bake the dough, the dough didn't have a sheir chala, right? The sheir chala, like we said, is five lugin. Let's say you bake less than five lugin. You made a dough less than five lugin. But then you put it in the oven. And you put it in the oven. And then afterwards you uh, you, you you put it all together in a basket. So a salmatzar from the challah. Even though it didn't get the chi of challah when it was dough, because it wasn't yet a shear. But when you put everything in a basket, and you have a whole share in the basket, the sal is So what happens is, the women, what they do is, they make a small dough of three lugan, and they bake it. And then they make another small dough of three lugan, and they bake it. And they put it all together in the same basket. So they makayim the mitzvah's chala with, um, with the tzirif of the sal. Amaleva imrela, but it wasn't said on that. Amaleva imrela, but it wasn't said on that. Amaleva imrela, you only say the sal's mitzarif when you have the loaves of bubble, which bite into each other. In other words, they get stuck together in the oven. So they're like one big loaf. So then the sal is mitzarif. which means the loaves that don't get stuck together, the complete loaves, 
So we don't say that they become the Salah's Mitzayif at Lechala. So he said back, That was Rabbi Shimulevi. Rabbi said, If you look and then we pass in that way. And therefore, we'll just put in the sal and we'll have a chal that way. What if you don't put it in a basket? You put it on a table. And the table doesn't have a rim. So do we say, Do we say you need the teich kli to be mitzayef and you don't have it? Or maybe you need the space of the kli and that's all considered to be on one kli. Teiku, they might not know. To have a tzir of challah is it good enough if you put it on a table that doesn't have a rib? Tanya, Rebbeleza says that the basket is mitzayfan, like we said. And Rebbeleza says if they're all together in the same oven, it's mitzayf. And the Goyen says that means in the Tanner. Now there's a sal, like we said before, that could work even in that. And the Karish Abavel, which is Neshazumazu, then the, then the sal is Mitzayfan. Yeah? That's how the guy said, I'm not sure if we're actually saying that, maybe. But, uh, but he's going back on Rabbi Shua. That the din of Sal Mitzarfan, right? Blessed says he needs Sal to Mitzarf. Tanah's not good enough. Rabbi says even the Tanah is good enough, and that, Rabbi Shua says, that would only be by the Karish above that an Eshazu But otherwise, the Sal doesn't have to do with that. So Rashi says like this Rashi says, we passing like Rabbi Lezab, that. That's what Rashi says. We pass it like Rebbe Lezer. So, you can't leave it. So, Mela, he says, Mela, so make a... Uh, that's what he says. What does he say? He says, Right? And when you call it, if you give it a shame, Chal, you won't be able to bake it, because it's not Lachila. Right? So you don't make a shame. You make a Shkara Ketana Eitzel Gedel, and you bake both. You put it into a clean mitzvah of them, and then you take the ketana, right? And I guess you're allowed to do it because you pass it like a blessing. You say hail. So that's what he says. You take and uh, make one small challah which you're going to use for challah, and then you burn it the next day. Okay. Yeah, like Let's say you only have one, you only have one oven, right? And they're baking the matzah, they only have one oven. So Emil says that the three women could bake all together, and they could bake in one tana zuachazu, right? What's the Kiddush? And they're just like this, they're all going to start the lisha, and then the one's going to have to wait for the other one, right? There'll be a line for the tanner. Each one has a full tanner. So, you could, they could all start the Lisha together, and they're allowed to wait until this baked, and I was the third one is going to be waiting this year of two different women baking. I guess it didn't take that long to bake, and that's fine. As Will says, they're allowed to do it that way. Not going to be a problem of chametz. 
Shalash Nashim Aiskim Mabatsek Kaachas. They have they they could be Isaac and the Batsik together, but it has to be Achas Lashim, Achas Rechas, Achas Aifa. Right, the Gemara describes it a little more graphically. There has to be an assembly line. We're not, we don't allow them to do it that way because then the matzahs are going to wait around. We're telling them, you have to be able to put it in the oven right away. Now, what do we do if three nashim need the same oven? So then we'll allow them to do it in this oven. We'll allow them to do it that one does the lisha, and then when they're ready, when they're finished with the lisha, and they're starting like we see in the Gemara, the Aricha, starting to arrange it in lowers, then the other one could start the Lisha. And then when this one's baking, the other one could start the Aricha. So I guess there might be a little bit of waiting, but not the same shear as Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Kiva says we can't make rules, because it really depends on the situation. Some Nashim um, are... Uh, quicker, and some are slower, right? We don't know how quick they're going to be. And some ovens are hotter, so it bakes much quicker. And some ovens are cooler, and the firewood also makes a difference. So we can't make rules. But Zayaklal, we'll give you one rule. Tafach, if you see it starting to swell, tiltish b'tzainin. So you put it quickly in cold water and make sure it doesn't become chametz. That's how you, that's how you prevent the chimots. We're not going to make rules about the usage of the oven, because it really depends. We're just going to say that you have to put it in the cold water. Taner Abana. Lasha, one of them starts doing the kneading, Himekatefis, and then she does the kituf, which means you're starting to prepare the, the loaf. Right? Knows we would, let's say, roll the dough or whatever it is. You know, as you're, after the lisha, you turn it into a loaf. That's Mekatefis. And that's when the first one could start the lisha in place of her. Mekatefis. Then she already finished the preparing. So he aifa. So she starts baking. And then the second one starts the aricha. And the third one, lasha. She starts her lisha. Aifa. After she finishes baking that loaf, he lasha. So she starts the lisha again. And a friend bakes in place of her. And the third one now is up to the Aricha. And they go around in circles. Khalila Rashi says means like a machal. Going around and around. Like a dance going around and around. So this is like, like an assembly line, we'll call it. This is what they meant that the Isis of Basis Ka'achas. No one's allowed, you're not allowed to have two women doing the Alicia at the same time, or the Kativa at the same time, or the Fiat. Anyway, they can't do it at the same time, the oven's not big enough. You have to do it in that way, that one's doing the Alicia and the Kitaf and that. And Kol's Mancha Eishkis Vibatsik, as long as they are dealing with the dough, it won't become Chabetz. Right? The Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch, and as most of the Pais can take this very literally, and we had a similar Gemara about the, the rain coming in, that as long as you're working on the dough, and it could be hours and hours, and it won't become chametz. Chametz is only if the dough waits around. Right? That's what it says. It could become chametz even if you're working on the dough. What it means is that Chazal saying, if you're not interrupting the ordinary working of the dough, we don't expect it to become chametz. 
there's going to be interruption to wait for the Tanner, which is not available, then it could become Chametz. Because means you have a reasonable amount of dough, the Gemara before said a whole share, and you're doing the normal process, right? So then it won't become Chametz, right? Otherwise, we're afraid it'll become Chametz. But yeah, we pass on like the first day, but I'm saying there is another day I had to just read the, the words of the Gemara here. Okay? Rabbi Kiva, I'm a lay Tanya, I'm Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva said, Dante Lefne Rabbi Gamil. I was discussing with Rabbi Gamil. Night Gamil was a Rabbi, he was a Talmud. Yolamdeinu Rabbeinu, she teach me, Benashim Zrizus, Benashim Shein Zrizus. When you say this klal, Rabbi Gamil was the one that said, Shalosh Nashim Aishki Zubatsus Kaachas. So I guess Rabbi Kiva's comment was more directed to Rabbi Gamil than to the Rabbana. Right? Gamil's comment, right? The Rabbanim were, were being machmer, right? The Rabbanim was saying, basically, that when three Nashim are sharing a Tanner, work out a system that there won't be any waiting because they're sharing, right? Work it out in a... Right? So Rabbi wasn't addressing that. Right? That's okay. Right? Rabbi was addressing Rabbi Gamil. Gamil said, that I don't mind the three Nashim have a Tanner, let them all start together and they'll wait, and they'll be fine. I'm not afraid it'll come with their Chimots. So Rabbi Kiva said, "Yolamdeinu Rabbeinu, Benashim Zrizus and Benashim Shein Zrizus." You mean that Benashim are going quick, or even if they're going slow, Beitzim Lacha, Beitzim Aveishim? Do you mean moist wood, which doesn't make a very hot fire, or dry wood, which makes a hot fire? Betana Chama, Betana Tzaynan. Is it talking about a hot oven? Right. Some ovens keep in the heat more, and some. Uh, and some don't, right? So that's the Rabbi Kiva saying, like all Anashim, like all Eitzim, Ashavis, right? Because, uh, you know, Amr Ali, so that's the Shaila here, right? The, you see he's here, the Guru Sefim takes us out. Amr Ali, Eilachem Hashan Mechamim, Zakhal Tafak Tiltish Betsainim. And if that was Rabbi answer, so why do Rabbi say Shalosh Nashim of his Kachas, right? They take out the Amali, and you can't give these rules because uh, you can't say this is Mutter because who knows if it's going to be that way, right? You have to add at least that anytime you see any swelling, you got to put it in cold water. Okay? Shall as if maybe the other way you'll read it like this. Amali, and This is what the Cham said. I don't have to worry about if there's reason to say any reason to say that. The Cham allow this. Right? And then who said Zayaklal? I don't know. Okay. Hard to know. Yeah. Zakti Gemara Vaita. Next Mishnah. Sayor Yisarev Ha'ichle Pater. If it has the... We're talking about it doesn't become fully Chametz. Sayor means it's not fully Chametz. The Chimetz started. The Chimetz process started, but it wasn't complete. So you have to burn it. You're not allowed to eat it. Pater. But if you eat it, you're Pater. Because it's not Chametz Gomer. Chametz Nuksha. Siduk, but if it's a chametz, it's complete because it has cracks. You sorry if you have to burn it. There, if you eat it, chayev kars. Ezer sayer, what sayer? Kekarne chagavim. It has enough cracks, just a little bit. Two cracks, like the karne chagavim, they're not mixed together. The cracks are separate, like the karne chagavim, like the antennae of the of the locust. Siduk. See, there is already that the cracks are mixed with each other, and that's Chametz Gomer. 
וחכם מימין, זה וזייך לחי וכרס. נו, קייניך גוון אנד נסער ווסטוקה ובוט חי וכרס. וואי, כי זה בוט חמץ גמר. נידר אלם הסייר. ואיזו סייר? סייר מזה נו קרקס. ווואט זה סייר דאט יסור איפה איך לפטר? אז כל שהחשיפו פנם, קודם שעמדו סייר עשו. זה פייל, זה ווייט, כמו שמבדי שהיה מאוד פרטן, ואז הוא הולך לאנד. And his face turned white. So if it has that color, then already it started the chimutz. Right? Now the Gemara said earlier that according to Yehuda, the seir der meiler of Yehuda, you're allowed to eat. You're allowed to be nice and lekalbe. It says it. You're allowed to. Uh, right? That's what the Gemara said earlier. And that mem gimel and aleph. Right? It's nice and lekalbe. Right? Taisa says me the rice. You're allowed to eat it, but me the rabbanan. They said that you can have a no, but you can't eat it. Right? So the machlekes that made the Buddha is, right? What's the manim? Is the correct manim for chimutz? According to Ramayim, once it's a ksifu panav already, it's chametz nuksha. And if it's kakayne chagavim, it's already chametz gomer. And certainly nisayavis daka. And according to Behuda, when it's a ksifu panav, it's not chametz at all. B'chal not. You could, uh, you could give it to your caliph, right? There are and you can't eat it, that's what Taisa says. But when it's in Sarvus, when it's Kekarne Chagavim, then it's already Chametz Nuksha, Vayichle Pater. And if it's, in order to be Chayav Kairis, you need a Sarvus Takav. Taner Abanan, Eze Seyer, Koshak Siv Abanan, Karam Shama Seyer, Eisav, Siddik is Kekarne Chagavim, Divrat Meir. וכל מיימרים, איזה סייר כחי נחגבים, אנסידו כשנסדרגו וסדרגו זה וזה. ואז זה אומר, זה וזה הולך לחייב קריס. בואו נאמר חייב קריס, מה אני מבין? ונתנן, סייר סייר הולך לפוטר דברי ביהודה. מה אני מבין? זה וזה הולך לחייב קריס, זה חכם משהו ביהודה. אנחנו יש לנו עוד פלאס נשאס עושה. לפעמים המשנה יש המחלקה של ביהודה נחכמים. And the Brisa would have the Machlekes is Rabbi Meir in the Chachamim, right? And the Chachamim in the Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, and the Chachamim in the Brisa is Rabbi Yehuda, or vice versa. But that's, that's, uh, that happens in Shas. This is what happened here, right? The, the Mishnah had it Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim, and the Brisa had Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim. And the Gemara always calls it the Machlekes Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, right? It's just the question, the difference in the Mishnah and the Brisa is the Mishnah is assuming that the other Chachamim held like Rabbi Meir, right? And the Brisa is reporting that the other Chacham held like Rabbi Yehuda, right? But it's a Machalik is a main of Yehuda. So Rabbi says, but what does it mean? Zev is a Eich L'chai V'Kharis. We're not trying to say you say Eich L'Pata de Rabbi Yehuda. Right? This is Rabbi Yehuda. And, and the Mishnah says, Rabbi Yehuda says that Yepater by Kainich HaGavim. Right? Because it's saying, Emel Rabbi Meir Zev is a Eich L'chai V'Kharis. What it means is, when it says Zev is Eichlai Vakaris, it means according to the Tanakam, according to Rabbi Meir, then it's Eichlai Chayavkaris, right? We had said before in the Brice, according to Behuda, Rabbi Meir's Sayer is nothing, right? According to Rabbi Meir, Behuda's Sayer is Chayavkaris, yeah. So, Zaytima Amar Rav and Maitama the Rabbi Meir, what is the reason for Rabbi Meir? Meir holds, if you do see some cracks above, 
That would mean that it's this arvus talk of lamata. So any cracks above would already be a simon. Chametz would be chametz gomer. In order to be not chametz, it has to have no cracks above, and then it won't be called. Then it won't be chametz. If it's pale, then it's chametz nakshah.